Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, isn't that true? It truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Friday, November the 20th of 2020, day 325 of the year, and only 41 days left to go before the end of the year. So I'm quite excited about the whole thing, that's for sure. So anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming to you across the middle multiverse of safety fm so how are you doing this fantastic early morning are you having fun are you looking forward to what's going on now i'm kind of lost here when it comes to a certain amount of things and let me explain what i'm talking about right now with everything going on i am not sure what is your plans for next week but is this the end of the of work here for a long period of time. And when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about for the next few days. And so, so are you taking the whole week off? I will tell you that traditionally from the radio station side, we don't come in next week, but with everything going on, um, it's kind of crazy. Let me explain the radio station's still going. Let me not say that that's not happening, but what ends up happening is that we play music, you know, start going with the holiday themes and all that kind of fun stuff. But I don't know. I'm kind of torn on what to do. So anyways, just want to bring that up. So what are you doing? And I'm starting to see more and more places kind of restricting the amount of people that can hang out together. So that's something else that keeps on coming up. So I keep on going, what is going to make the most 
sense, I guess, sequence-wise on what to do. What are you doing? Like, seriously, what are you doing? Are you are you jumping out of town? By the way, good morning to the people already in the box. Hopefully everything's going well over there in your neck of the woods. That's for sure. Anyways, have a, Rich is in the box this morning. Fantastic salesperson from SG World. If you do need some stuff, reach out to him. He is readily available there. And I'm talking about they have a plethora of stuff available. Yeah. Call that your free plug for the day. He didn't even ask me to do that, just in case, but he does have some good stuff. Um, anyway, so let's talk about what we do first thing in the morning here, doing all the crazy, crazy, and talking about all the stuff that's going on inside of the world of safety, the news, and trending. So let's start off with the trends before we get into the news, and then we get into my nonsense. So let's take it from the top. So as you are aware, we're going to start having a long weekend or a long week, depending on how you take a look at it. So let's go from there, trending from the very top of movies that will be available via the streaming services over the weekend. Here we go, starting as of today. New to Netflix, Alien Christmas. If anything happens, I love you. Voices of Fire. Dolly Parton, Christmas on the Square, and Machete Kills. On Disney+, Plus, Planes and Planes Fire Rescue. On Amazon Prime, Most Wanted. On Hulu, Tesla is available today. Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, that, I don't know. I've seen the preview to that movie. It looks kind of weird. Um, and then HBO Max, Between the World and Me, and then Underwater. And then last night, I will tell you. I will tell you, definitely there was some stuff going on uh, that I found that it was a movie that was called Yes, God, Yes, that was available on Netflix. I did watch this movie a few a few weeks ago. Now, I will tell you, if you want to take a look at what my childhood looked like when it came to school, that's the movie to watch. No, not a, Definitely not a plug there, um, but definitely want to reference that real quick. So take a look at that. If you do get the chance to do so. Anyways, let's get you started with some feature story news because that's always important because we need to get you some real news broadcasters before I start going into my nonsense because it's definitely what it is. It's definitely some nonsense. So let's go from there. Here is the news on the Radio R Safety Show. Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Pfizer and BioNTech are submitting an emergency use authorization request to US regulators for their COVID-19 vaccine. It could see the vaccine being used in the US by the middle of next month. Azerbaijan's armed forces are securing the city of Agdam in Nagorno-Karabakh after leaders in Armenia agreed to hand over control of three major districts. Russia brokered a ceasefire between Armenia and Azerbaijan 10 days ago. The two former Soviet countries spent a month and a half at war over the territory, killing a thousand people. From Moscow, Stuart Smith. The region of Nagorno-Karabakh has been disputed by Armenia and Azerbaijan for 30 years. The territory belonged to Azerbaijan but was mostly populated by Armenians when the Soviet Union collapsed and remained in Armenian control. Now three districts will be officially returned to Azerbaijan, starting with Agdam, which Azerbaijani armed forces are entering. There's a lot of work to be done to make the area safe and habitable, such as clearing mines and repairing buildings. But already thousands of refugees are returning to the region under the watchful eye of 2,000 Russian peacekeepers. The US state of Georgia has upheld Joe Biden's narrow victory there after completing a hand recount. Officials in Georgia released the results of the statewide audit, reaffirming the original machine tally of votes projecting Joe Biden to win. Washington correspondent Jagruti Dave reports. Joe Biden's margin decreased slightly after the recount, but it didn't affect the final outcome. 
Georgia's historic first statewide audit reaffirmed that the state's new secure paper ballot voting system accurately counted and reported results, said Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Raffensperger has faced pressure from several Republicans over the state's results amid their and President Trump's unfounded claims of voter fraud. Joe Biden leads Georgia by just over 12,000 votes. UK government borrowing was £22 billion in October, the highest figure for the month since records began. It takes borrowing for this tax year so far to £214.9 billion, £169 billion more than the same period in the previous year. Jonathan Atho from the Office for National Statistics says the coronavirus pandemic has thrown government budget plans up in the air. The government's been doing a lot to support the economy. It's been spending more money on the NHS. Tax receipts are also down. So people were expecting expecting that. And while the borrowing is higher than we've ever had before, it actually was lower than certain people were expecting. And it, that is good news. But it's against a background of very, very large borrowing. So of the financial year to date, borrowing is, is £215 billion. So we're talking very, very large numbers, unprecedented, really outside wartime to see borrowing at, the, at this level. And really what many economists are focused on is not necessarily the large numbers today or the large m- numbers for the rest of this year, but what will be the outlook for the future? From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so what do you think there? Barring at an all-time high there. I swear the world of the weird continues the more and more we talk, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Interesting times for sure. Um, That's what we can talk about, focus on. But you already kind of know about the world of the strange, especially if you're hanging out here, because we do some strange things and we talk about the world of the strange all the time. So let's talk about some other things that are going on inside of the neck of the woods. And let's go from there, my friends. And let's have some conversations when you didn't think it could get any stranger. I'm about to let you know some strangeness here. Jumping earthworms are taking over the U.S. Yeah, jumping earthworms. The new species dubs Alabama jumpers originated in Asia and arrived statewide, stateside well, roughly about a year, about 100 years ago, likely via imported plants. They're now present in 39 states, wrecking havoc on environments, according to new studies published by Soil Biology and Biochemistry. The invasive creatures are known for displacing other animals, such as centipedes, salamanders, and ground birds, by eating through their habitats. The tiny creatures are so ferocious that they can chew through an area roughly the size of 10 football fields in a single year. Yeah, there you go. And they also reproduce asexually. So think about that. A lot of interesting stuff going on for sure. For sure. With that. I mean, I don't know. I just keep on thinking, let's say, you know, they're not as popular as they were, or they are now more popular than ones they ever have been. So that's the cool part there, I think. And then they're asexual. Oh, so many conversations that could be had on that segment, but we'll skip around on leaving that real quick. Anyways, let's continue. A Kentucky family is celebrating their Christmas season in style this year. Cody Vincent and his family took to took to bourbon barrels that 
they sell as a side business at Bourbon Barrel Brothers to create a giant barrel tree. Before they knew it, they had a stacked about 200 barrels weighing about 25,000 pounds into a Kentucky-style Christmas tree. Worth noting, all the barrels are empty as the county they live in is a dry county. So what the hell happened with the alcohol? That's, that's my question. So, you know, as we continue to talk here, and we started talking about some other stuff, and let's, you know, we had to start it off a little bit light because we did take some serious turns yesterday with some of the conversation. So, um, when you start talking about alcohol and parties and so on, I'll never forget working at an organization, and yeah, I did work there, where they allowed people to drink at the Christmas party that they had during the day, not at night, but during the day at the office facility. Yeah, at the office facility, they would have Christmas parties where there was drinking involved, and then people who would sometimes go back to work afterwards, which I thought it was the strangest thing. Now, don't get me wrong here. You have to do whatever you're going to do because, you know, the leadership does actually decide what that's going to look like. But I always thought it was kind of strange on how that actually worked. Now, I don't know what the policies and procedures are at your org. And I'll put it to you this way. I'll even go as far as saying that this company was in the transportation business. So they had DOT regulations. So I never understood it. But hey, whatever. Not my gig. Um, like I always say, you have to talk about the things that are going on. You can't. In, you can't force them to do anything you can only give advice because that's the way that these things work um so how does it how is it handled in your org do you allow drinking at the facility if you have a christmas party now i will tell you i also know of another pretty big safety company and i'm talking about a safety company they sell a lot of safety products and every Friday at 3.30, now, and I think that, you know, you're allowed to not do anything afterwards, but every day at 3.30, every Friday at 3.30, they actually have a keg of beer readily available for the people that are working. I wonder how that's worked during, during COVID. I haven't reached out to them in a little bit, as you can tell, as I reference that. But how do you think that that would work? A lot of interesting stuff for sure as we do talk about it. I don't know. What, what do you do? I just think, you know, leave the alcohol at home and probably might save and solve a lot of problems, especially some of the stories that we've been talking about. Anyways, the family of a 13-year-old girl who died of citrus fibrosis is fighting to keep the photo of her giving the bird on her headstone. Kata Carl of Scotland defied doctors' predictions when she woke up from a coma after catching the flu last year, but ended up in a wheelchair in a place in place on oxygen because of a ravaged lung. According to the mayor, several months later, she got sick again and passed away. Recently, her family received a call about the photo that they selected for the headstone after someone reported being offensive by the cheeky display. The city council said that they would swap out the photo for free, but Kayla family wants to keep it. What do you think there? I mean, if you do see somebody actually flipping the bird on a headstone, I mean, come on, the person's dead. And how is it offensive? Like, I don't know. I It's so weird sometimes by some of the things that people are overly sensitive about. That's for sure. I can, I can speak about that. Is it right 
Matter of opinion. Is it wrong? Matter of opinion. The Rockefeller Center is reporting that <laughs> to all the bashing of the 75-foot-tall 2020 Christmas tree, the center officially, the official's Instagram defended the tree sparse look by saying, wow, you all must look great right now and two day on a two-day drive. Just wait until I get my lights on. <laughs> Many were referring to the tree as the tree of 2020 as, or the Charlie Brown tree after it appeared to lose, well, giant portions as they were raising it up. I don't know. I mean, I kind of chuckle and laugh about stuff. I mean, geez, geez, Louise, my friends, if the most, the biggest thing you got going on right now is to sit around on social media and bitch about your, the stupid tree that's being put up, I, I, I have to tell you, things must be going grand in your world, but I don't know. You might want to make sure that you don't hang out on Instagram too long because maybe hanging out on parlor might be a little bit more, um, more up your forte. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the FDA will receive Pfizer's emergency approval application for its COVID-19 vaccine today. The White House announced Wednesday evening that the final numbers is phase three study shows at a 94% efficiency and it will boost from 90 touted earlier this week. This process is expected to take several weeks with a mid-December approval. How's it several weeks? I mean, I know it's a few. Can we just say a few weeks? Several weeks makes it sound like it's way out into the future. Meanwhile, the most likely place to catch COVID is the supermarket. Which types of businesses have barely been regulated due to COVID is the supermarket. Public Health in England and the National Health Services Test and Trace app shows that the most frequent COVID exposure settings is getting groceries. The data in rec- the, the data is recent combined with those out and about between November 9th and November 15th and included about 128,808 people, nearly a fifth of whom had been to the supermarket before they were getting sick of there you go. Meanwhile, still a Danish study headed to Oxford researchers that has struggled to be published and has finally released the result in a randomization study including 3,000 people in which half were given masks to change out every eight hours. There has been no statistical significant difference between those who wore the mask and those who did not when it came to being infected by COVID-19. This is according to the Spectre's report. Ultimately, 1.8% of those wearing masks got the disease. 2.1% of those without the mask did not get did not get COVID. The researchers' remarks, there is a total lack of interest from government in pursuing evidence-based medicine. Now, remember that this is a Danish study Headed to Oxford or headed by Oxford researchers. Study, model, continue, data, move forward, things change as the model go. But let's kind of go back and let's backtrack. Let's just go the and go back a moment. So the most popular place to catch COVID is now being said is the supermarket. This is where it gets weird. Okay, so. I have friends and I have acquaintances. I know people that go to the supermarket all the time. I would love to say that I go to the supermarket all the time, but I would definitely be lying. Uh, But how do you look at this now? You hear a news story like that. And let's say, for instance, everything there is based in reality because, you know, 
studies are studies, and it is based off of 128,000 people from abroad as we're actually having that conversation. So do you now stop going to the grocery store? And you're going to be like, well, no, I'm not going to stop eating. Well, no shit. But what I'm talking about is that if the services are available in your area, such as the shipped of the world, the Instacart of the world, the Amazon Prime delivery stuff, is that's available? Is that something that you look into to do? And, you know, you can have that whole weird conversation of, okay, you can do the Postmates, but you still have a delivery person that's going out there and is receiving or picking up the stuff for you. They're still bringing it into your home. They're still bringing it from an area that is highly questionable. So how do you look at it? I was watching a whole thing last night where this dude was all paranoid and was an older gentleman, nothing against that. He was all freaked out about what was going to happen, about him potentially catching COVID, that he took over $500 and put it into the oven and was slightly cooking it because he was under the impression that the heat was going to wear the thing, was going to kill the COVID off. Now, it did not say if he had actually gone down to it with some Clorox wipes or anything, but man, does that make that story pretty interesting. $500, and he had burnt a good chunk of the money. So I don't know. What are you thinking here? I mean, a lot of strange things. Definitely a lot of strange things as we talk about it. Anyways, the former Ohio cheerleader who was accused of murdering her newborn baby has been released from from probation two months early. Brooke Skyler Richardson was sentenced to three-year probation for burying the baby girl in her parents' backyard back in 2017. She was released on Tuesday after serving 14 months, the Dayton Daily News report says. The baby's paternal grandmother fought against the early release. So there you go. That's that's a weird story. I mean, I don't know. and I know that she's relatively young. Does it not justify killing a baby? That's for sure. But burying it in a backyard of your parents' house? How does that get out? Of course, we're talking 2017. That's before my time here on the Rated R Safety Show. That's for sure. But a lot of strange stuff. A lot of strange stuff there. Let's continue. Stocks recovered on Thursday as all three major indexes saw gains. And the NASDAQ composite surged about 103 points, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average increased about 44 points. And the S&P 500 increased by 14. Early in the sessions, markets had mixed but optimism towards the economic stimulus attaining congressional approval propelled markets higher. A formal agreement has not yet been reached. Haven't we been saying this shit for such a long period of time? Of course it hasn't been reached. We've been talking about it over and 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 over. And I don't think it's ever going to happen. At this particular point, I mean... A few weeks ago, I was talking about how it's averaging now $5 and some odd, some odd change a day if you received your 1200 bucks as part of the stimulus. And that's not talking about any of the other stuff that was going on, but let's just be realistic, people. Anyways, let's continue. First time job loss claims were for the week ending of November the 14th increased. The uptick was the first in the last, in the last five weeks and is likely a result of a renewed virus shutdown tactic being implemented across the country. Funny, 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 funny how I couldn't find the numbers. Now, I will tell you, I was talking to a very dear friend of mine yesterday, and he was having the conversation with me as he turned around and he said this. I don't think that the economic issues have been seen yet on what is going to occur over the next little bit. 
Now, I won't give it to you, the person by name, because that's not fair to him. But, man, he has told me stories in the past where he has been probably about a good 95% accurate. And I have been hoping all the time since I heard this story that he was telling me that he's in the incorrect with the 5%. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk, 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 talk about it real quick. Over 100,000 people have volunteered to set sail free of charge on Royal Caribbean's government mandate test voyage. The test sailing are among the cruise ship's industry protocols instituted in the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Cruise lines must launch the simulated voyage to test the coronavirus safety measures before beginning giving the opportunity to resume operating from the U.S. ports. Cruise Industrial News reported. <laughs> oh, my God. I just have to chuckle here. Over 100,000 people. Over 100,000 people have agreed to go ahead and be on part of the volunteer voyage free of charge. Of course, the free of charge thing always sounds good. But man, do I look at this for a moment and I go, are we so desperate when it comes to certain things? And I mean, free is good, but free with a giant risk. And let's talk about both extremes. We won't go through the middle yet. We'll just talk about both extremes. Yes, there has been some people that have actually been contacted or contacted COVID. And it has been minimal. Minimal what they have actually went through. Based on their own say. And then you have the other extreme where we have people that have died from COVID. And I mean, done. Is, like a like my good friend Todd Conklin likes to say, is the juice worth the squeeze? Think about it for a moment. Is this risk of receiving a free cruise, which you don't even know where the hell it's going, it might even end up being like a three-dayer, is it worth it? Is it? Are you really worth putting everything on the line? For doing so, I mean, I'll, my whole petri dish thing always comes to mind when I start thinking about cruises, and that's my personal opinion. But man, think about it for a moment. Like, think about this. Like, seriously, why would you risk this? Like, are you so bored of being in lockdown or lockdown that you're willing to risk this? I don't know. Maybe it's hidden hiddenism part two. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's talk a little bit more here. Some 742,000 applied for unemployment benefits last week as the coronavirus numbers threatened to shut down the business again. This is why I love talking on how things get shot over to me real quick. Yeah, I like it. Anyways, the latest batch of claims bring the total filing during the coronavirus. Are you ready for this? Finally, I can share it. You ready? 6.1 million. 
Sorry. Long, wrong, 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 wrong. 68.1 million. 68.1 million. That is about 42% of the nation's workforce. Last week, also, the market had the 35th consecutive week in which new unemployment claims were above the pre-pandemic record of 695,000. So listen along to the game that we're talking about here. 68 million. Point one. Point one. 68.1 million. And apparently I can't speak today. 42% of the nation's workforce. How crazy is this? We cannot sit back and look at numbers in the stock market and go, our economy is great. Because remember, what we talk about on a weekly standpoint, and let's be realistic, we know this number has changed and people going back to work, or some have. But we talk about weekly, about new jobless claims, not current jobless claims, total. A lot of you that come out here and take a listen or watch or listen to the podcast or the radio show or whatever the hell you do, are safety professionals. And I've had several people, probably more than I can even count, approach me saying that they've either lost their job, they've been cut back, they've been furloughed, or do I know of anybody who's hiring? It's rough times out there. And I'm not going to give you the son of a plumber speech. But... Something needs to be done. And believe me, I'm not saying, hey, let's give out handouts to everyone because some people will bitch about that. But that's not what I'm saying. But we have to realistically look across the board and see what is exactly going on and what can be done to help. We talked about earlier in the week that there was a bread line. That's exactly what it was, a bread line going on in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I don't know. I get so frustrated talking about it. And some people have the guts to sit back and sit at their cushy job and complain about just the simplest stuff. Third world, I would say third world problems. Stuff that's simple. Oh, I can't get, I can't go get my hair done. Definitely. That's not me. I can't do this because of the lockdown. I can't go to my trip in Vegas that was supposed to take place. I can't go to Athens. Dude. Like, get over it, man. Seriously, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the 42% of the workforce that's out there that's either applied for something, still waiting for something, and still trying to survive step by step. Not doom and gloom, reality check, baby, because that's what we need to talk about. <laughs> Not sometimes, but almost all the times. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Wiston the Dashoon is a hero. The tiny pub <laughs> rescued a 15-year-old 
Chiweenie, friend named Mijo, who was being attacked by the mountain lion. Their owners told the local Colorado news outlet that the dogs got out of the house through an open door. Within seconds, the giant cat, the cat grabbed Mijo. Instead of running away from fear, Winston chased the mountain lion and barked at it until it dropped the dog and left. Mijo was unfortunately injured in the attack, losing the right eye and suffering a seizure. But his owner says that hopefully he'll recover. Well, hopefully he does recover. But man, talk about it. Winston, the power ass dog, going out there trying to doing some crazy things, talking about some stuff, barking up some at some mountain lions and saying, hey, let my people go. That's the way to talk about it. Anyway, so before I, matter of fact, let's do the button thingy and then let's go. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you yesterday's conversation during our main story. I have been amazed from the number of messages, text, and conversations that I've had about rape, death, and sexual assault in less than 24 hours. People reaching out, sharing their stories to be told about what happened to them. And it was very important to be able to hear, read. I haven't been able to reply to everybody. I'm going to tell you. But just listening to the courage of people stepping forward with their stories and wanting me to know on how more common this is than what even I was speaking about yesterday. So as I've went through and started doing some more research and taking a look at exactly what was going on, I've discovered some more things. So let me kind of tell you some stuff going on real quick. The Pentagon investigators fired for exposing a cover-up of military sexual assault. So this kind of picks up where we left off yesterday. Three Pentagon officials that were tasked with investigation of sexual assault in the military say that they were either fired or suspended for reporting on cases of sexual assault and exposing attempts to cover these crimes ups. They were essentially fired by doing what they were hired to do. The three women spoke to CBS News this week about their work with the Pentagon Sexual Assault Prevention and Response Program and how they faced retaliation for properly investigating the crimes that were taking place within the military ranks just as the victims themselves were facing retaliation. So pretty interesting stuff right away when you get to hear that. Now, I'm going to give you some names here. I will give you first names only. Amy, Marianne, and Lindsay have recently come forward with their stories of corruption in the U.S. military internal system of justice. All three women worked with the Pentagon Sexual Assault Prevention and Response Program, which was established about 15 years ago when the problems first started getting national media attention. Amy says that she saw many instances of commanders investigating themselves when they were accused of sexual crime on the base. How the hell do you investigate yourself? So here's what she had to say. I discovered written documents, documentation of illegal investigation and victim, victim languishing. And I continue to ask help over again and again and again and to no avail, she said. Lindsay said that they were... There are also some bad actors and commanders that have found a way to sweep these things under the rug. 
Lindsay also pointed out there has been an increase of assault reports, but a decrease in convictions. So there you go. There's that portion she had to say. More and more service members reporting that they are being retaliated against, she said. In the military's most recent anonymous survey, 64% of women who have reported sexual assault say that they are experiencing retaliation. People are afraid that I have young ladies and men say the rape was bad. But I don't want to go through with this because of other things that will make the, that it will be worse than the rape itself. Last year, she was suspended for her position for, for her position of the day after she contacted the commanding general about a problem of retaliation after sexual assault. I think the breadth, yeah, the breadth and the depth of the problem is so large that they really don't want to gen- the general public to know and understand that they don't have they don't have it under control, she said. Somebody else inside of the report was fired for the same commander that she complained to. They didn't want to change the they didn't want to change but they refused to do to do it. That's what she said. You're going to be gone and they were right. Right away she was terminated. Here were three women trying to fight the male-dominated system that where men are the ones deciding whether women were assaulted or harassed. It is difficult, she said. Lindsay also said that her firing came immediately after reporting the problem to the commander. It all came down to the head when I reported to the Delta Force that was covering up the rape. I don't think they wanted people to know that the elite fighting force is capable of doing these kind of things. We're not even... We're not even the sexual assault survivors. We are the victim advocates. We are there to advocate. But then they see us as being retaliated against and they see us and they see that us being fired for standing up for them. This was all according to Lindsay. Now, this keep in mind, this is a continuation of a conversation that was had with Lindsay from the report. Now, let's talk real quick, because this is where it's going to get kind of strange. Yes, I know that the last two stories of the main story have been related to the military. And I love our armed forces. I am a kid of my parents being both in the military. I come from a military family. But there are things that are seems to be going on behind closed doors. And we talked about that briefly yesterday. And let's talk a little bit about it more right now. It gets kind of strange when a lot of this stuff reporting-wise starts taking place. And what I tend to tell people, regardless of what's going on, let's kind of go to the civilian world of stuff. Well, let's not get confused from the last time we were talking about civilian stuff. Remember the HR department inside of your job? Yeah, that one. They're there to protect the company. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever let it be one of those things that doesn't make sense to you. They are there for the whole portion of protecting your company. That is the main priority of what they do. I'm not saying don't report, but I want you to have the understanding that that is primary source uno. This conversation of these things going on is totally unacceptable. The actions, 
definitely needs to continue to go forward, definitely needs to start having the spotlight that it needs. And it can't just be one of these things that we sweep under and say, let's not talk about it. Let's leave this to another day because every day is important as this continues to go on, not just in the U.S., but across the world. There is no justification for this. Not now, not ever. Could you imagine this? Could you fathom? And this bullshit that one hears from time to time, well, well, she wanted to. No. No means no. No does not mean yes. No means no. Let's just do it anyways. No. Think about this for a moment. This conversation is ongoing. Don't stop today. Don't stop talking about this. These are the stories that we need to talk about. Now, don't get me wrong, because I don't want there to be confusion here. I don't believe that every male on the planet is corrupt, and this is what they do, so let's make sure that we're clear. And the other portion that I want to reference is that this applies to the other side of the coin as well. There are males that are out there that are victims of this as well. Yes, some people go, well, that can't happen. No, it can. I'm telling you, it can happen. Continue this conversation forward. Regardless of what's going on, we need to continue to talk about this. So let's talk about it once again. Let me tell you about my friends, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are running through signs of depression because something like this is actually going on, let's start off moving from there. Let's start off the conversation from that particular standpoint. You can contact them at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are readily available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Have a conversation starting there. If you don't want to call them, call the Covenant House 9 line, 1-800 and dial 999999999 until you get an answer. These are the numbers that are readily available for you. And of course, we can always continue talking about other numbers that are available, but these are the ones that we're going to be talking about right now. Don't let the conversation end. Let's continue this conversation forward. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. When you're in the courtroom fighting big business, government, or insurance companies, you can't blink because they can smell fear. They have the money and the power to grind you down. And that's why you need me. I'm not afraid, and I don't cut and run. It's in my DNA. And that's why we're unstoppable.
Okay, those are the sensual sounds of Vincent Vega. Yeah, Vincent Vega. I exactly, <laughs> I'm exactly where I need to be. Uh, well, I, I think I am. I, I, I hope I'm there. Are, are we getting close? I don't know. Anyways, let's go on and let's talk about some other stuff going on inside of this lovely, 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 lovely. Um, did I say lovely? Because if I didn't, I wanted to make sure that I actually do reference it, this lovely world of ours. So let's go uh, through some of that plethora of the different things going on real quick. Anyways, I want to break reference to this because I love this movie. So I think it's kind of a sad story, but I want to share it anyways. Tie-in, I'll, I'll explain it here in a moment. Jamie Lee Curtis made a terminally ill fan's dream come true. Curtis, who is is ordained, virtually officiated a wedding for a 29-year-old Anthony Woodley and his girlfriend, Emily, one hour before he passed away. Woodley, a horror movie um, fanatic who loved Halloween franchise and the holiday, was diagnosed with stage four cancer last year before his passing. Director Gordon Green also set up a private screening of the upcoming Halloween Kills, which will be released next year. So they were able to set that up. Unfortunately, he passed away an hour after after the wedding, but he was able to get married by the ordained minister, Jamie Lee Curtis, which, you know, if you're a horror movie fan, that is such a fantastic thing. Sorry to hear about the passing, but man, love when people go above and beyond for the fans that they have. And man, I'm sure that that made a huge difference in his life before passing away. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit about horror movies real quick. The fifth Scream movie is wrapped and has a title. Wait for it. You ready? It's called Scream. Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox and Miley Shelton are returning for the fifth Scream film after starring in the original. The 1996 slasher horror film followed a young woman in a small town who was targeted by a killer with a mask, later known as... Ghostface. Sequels hit the theaters back in 1997, 2000, and 2011. The films have grossed effectively about $608 million worldwide. Paramount will release the Scream worldwide, worldwide on January 14th. Are you ready for this? Of 2022. 2022. <laughs> anyway, so some stuff there for sure going on. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff. Other, other, other stuff. Let's talk about play it again. Yeah, playing video games can be good for your mental health, according to a new study by Oxford University. The finding comes as a video game sales this year have boomed as people struck are stuck at home for the pandemic. The study based on responses from people who played two games, Planet versus Zombies, and then Animal Crossing New Horizon found that the actual amount of time spent playing small but significant positive factors in people's well-being. The researchers determined that the level of enjoyment of players from the game could be more important than the factor of, of, uh, well, of well mental health. They said that re- the regulating video games could withhold those benefits from players. The results could cast doubt on long-held assumptions that gaming causes aggression and addiction, though the authors acknowledge that they are only a snapshot. Well, the university is definitely the place to do a study of video games, that's for sure. Speaking as someone who has been invested in years in life playing video games, I can only say without a doubt they are indeed addictive, and I wouldn't change a thing. There is no link between aggression and video games, but there is a link between aggression and the lag. Think about it that way. If you're a gamer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So just play it this way. 
this year, you, as you are aware, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X have been released over the last week or so. Just tell your significant other, hey, I'm trying to work on my mental health and I need your assistance with this. Duh. That's the way to go about it. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff. News of the weird, the giant foods. Yes, the giant food supermarket chain has put a foot in its mouth by publishing a tone-deaf Thanksgiving theme ad in its own magazine. It shows an image of a shrimp, fruit, and cheese platters. With text proclaiming, hosting? Plans for super spread? The U.S. chain ran the full-page ad to encourage readers of host gathering despite the pandemic, as well as the share of food with each other. According to the Centers of Disease Control Prevention, a super spreader event is a gathering in which one contagious person infects many others. On the other hand, they were very smart enough not to call it a pandemic party. Yeah, you know how some of these words change as things go, and that definitely fell into that factor. If 2020 had a smell, what could it be? A UK candle company named Flaming Crap has its own take on the notion that is packaged with a multi-year candle called the 2020 cent. The company's website says that the candle features four fragrance layers. It takes you through the, <laughs> the central journey through the year, but it does. what does it smell like? It includes aromas of banana bread, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer do-it-yourself project, and budget aftershaving. The, the kind that you would imagine of Joe Exotic from Tiger King wearing. Each candle costs about $20. I think they were closer to the smell of 2020 when they, when they named their company Flaming Crap. That's something to think about. Well, or at least you could also go out and possibly buy a Gwyneth Paltrow candle because maybe that's what you're interested in. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, restrictions brought by COVID-19 have made the connecting with new people indefinitely harder in 2020. In a poll, more than more than six, okay, more than six in 10 Americans, 63%, believing that dating will never be the same in the wake of the pandemic. Over 2,000 adults surveyed, 31% say that virtual dates are the new normal and that isn't going to change anytime soon other than other changes 30 percent believe more people will use dating apps to meet new people another 30 percent said goodnight kisses will now have to wait until the second or third date and 44 percent predicted that everyone will be much more cautious about kissing uh touching moving forward and so on i just have to tell you i'm so confused by some of that you know the dating app things hey that's your gig i'm, I'm definitely out of the market have been out of the market for quite some time um but i look at it and i go how does exactly that thing work is i've always kind of been partially confused by it but uh kind of get kind of the world of the strange i would imagine 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 that one night stands definitely look much different now oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm okay so let's talk about some other stuff let's jump around and move from here into there and so on got some sad news to share with you so let's talk about it in this particular fashion bobby brown jr has died a spokesperson for the lapd told e-news that authorities responded to a report of a medical emergency upon arriving to the scene they discovered the dead body. 
Uh, the cause of the death has still not been revealed. He was 28. Bobby's death comes five years after half-sibling Bobby Christina Brown died back in 2016, or 2015, excuse me. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Brown family. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about some other stuff going on inside of the world. Let's talk about the world of the swamp. Let's go from there. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has a big new idea to combat COVID. To get the virus under control, we need to pay people to stay at home, she tweeted on Thursday. That's it. That's her plan. Representative Omar agrees we need to send every American a check until the crisis is over, she tweeted 17 minutes later. So there you go. That's some stuff that they're coming up with coming out of that world of the swamp. Some people are going to agree. Some people are going to disagree. So there you go. Barack Obama is skyrocketing to the top of the book, charged for a sale of a promised land, a memoir of his early political career, and such of his first term of the White House with 890,000 sales in the first day. Analysts believe that it will be the best-selling presidential autobiography in history. Michelle Obama's first day sales were about 725,000 and two years later still being um, still being issued exclusively on hardback. Obama, Barack Obama's 768 page tome is listed at about $45 when let's when $44 would have seen it a great marketing ploy. Think about it that way. That would have probably been great saying the 44th president is charging $44 for his new book. Maybe one way to to look at it going. You, uh, so worth noting, you have to, <laughs> you know that she's saying, if you got a book, you didn't write that, somebody else made it that happen. And you want to know something? That is so true, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, there's a lot of people that use ghostwriters. And let me kind of explain. It's still not a simple process. It is not still a simple process. Because you have to sit there and go through the stories and talk about some stuff. And what these people are doing is most of the times helping you kind of structure your thought process. So just look at it that way. I always kind of get upset when I see that um, about, ah, somebody else is writing it. Yeah, it's called a freaking ghostwriter most of the times because they're helping with structure. And even your editor juice has a half of that shit anyways. Let's talk anyways. No one over Tuesday nights make a million or make a million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $188 million jackpot or $145 million cash payout. No one over Wednesday night's Powerball drawing either. Saturday's drawing will be for $192 million jackpot or $149 million cash payout. So there you go. Some very interesting things going on right now. As we talk about it. Anyways, before we get to the end of the show, let's do it. It is Friday. So let's take up all that pent-up aggression that you have, stuff that you've been dwelling about over the week, all of that frustration. Yeah, that kind of frustration as well. And let's let it all out. Just be careful. Um, and what I want to do is take the next 30 seconds to have you scream, shout, and let it all out. As we do so, I'm going to put a 30-second timer on the clock. I will let you know if you're listening in Radio Land or Podcast World when the 30-second countdown starts. So let's get that started for you to scream, shout, let it all out. First thing here in the morning. So let's get that started in three, two, and one.
Okay, and that is time. For some reason, my DJ Airhorn has decided to fail me, at least on portion of the equation, but that's okay. Those things happen from time to time. Anyway, so hopefully you were able to get everything out and about, moving and grooving and going and moving and all that other fun stuff as well. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff. Let's give you some whack facts for today. You share So here you go, some whack facts. You share a birthday with about 21 million people unless you were born on February the 29th. Acid rock, country rock, and hard rock were all geological terms before they were music genres. The game Yahtzee got its name because it was invented by a couple on their yacht. The world's smallest park in Portland, Oregon is about 452 square feet and was designed for snail racing. There's no such thing as Cornish game head. They're just young chickens. In New York, it is illegal to do. It is oh, in New York, it is illegal to do anything illegal. Well, there you go. That was thoughtful. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff going on today. Let's give you some slices of BS heading your direction right now. So let's talk about it. American Thanksgiving is next week. Thanksgiving's fact of things that you're supposed to make sleepy. Phone is number two, just ahead of soft music. By the way, behind the music award show. Atari is building a hotel, a hotel themed in Las Vegas. If the door key doesn't work, you put it, you pull it out, blow onto it, and then stick it back in, and it should work there. Anyways, Joe Biden is seventy-eight today. Lucky guy. He has been one of those. It's been one of those parties where everybody starts celebrating like two weeks before his birthday. Larry King just celebrated his eighty-seventh birthday. Towards the very end of the party, he was abruptly replaced by Piers Morgan. I just read the Galapagos tortoise once fathered over 800 offsprings. Challenge accepted, barked by NBA player. Oh, that was rough. That was rough, my friends. That was my. That one's rough. I'll take full. I won't take credit for that one. But shit, I should have read that one ahead of time. Uh, that's for sure. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about some other things. Um, pop, 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 pop. Nickelodeon has renewed friends for a nighttime television block. The agreement is part of a multi-year, multi-series deal that includes several other renewals of syndicated series from Water Brothers. So there you go if you're still in the Friends genre. Yeah, I don't mean that in that wrong way. Um, That's something you can think about for sure. Here's some exciting news. I was talking about this with my friend out of New Zealand a few days ago, so I'll talk about it right now. Guns N' Roses is heading on tour. The band announced eight dates in November of 2021 in Australia and New Zealand with founding members Axl Rose, Slash, and Duff McKagan. There were also 13 dates set for North America and eight in Europe of the summer of 2021. So at least we can start looking at potential of things actually happening inside of that neck of the woods so there you go there you go there you go let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate real quick if you're interested in doing so matter of fact let's not do that yet let's not do that let's talk about what happened back on this date first back in 2003 recording producer phil specter is indicted for killing actress lana clarkson specter worked with the likes of john lennon Ike and Tina Turner in the Ramones. The trial didn't begin until 2007, and it lasted about three and a half months. The jury was deadlocked, and the judge declared it a mistrial. After the retrial, Specter was convicted of second-degree murder. He is serving 19 years, and he'll be eligible for parole by the time that he turns 88. 
So there you go. Let's talk about some other stuff going on real quick. Here's some birthdays that you can celebrate today if you're interested in doing so. I'm going to let you know we're going to run long today, just a few minutes over. So I don't want you to be, oh, my God, you took me you took me further into the waters. Here we go. So taking it from the top, top birthday, Anne Marie Slater turns 25. Michael Clifford turns 25. Future, he's a rapper, 37. Kimberly Walsh, 39. Josh Turner, 43. Dirks Bentley, 45-ish. Joe McHale, TV actor from Community in the Soup, 49. Roger Bumpus <laughs> turned 69. Joe Walsh turned 73. And as we discussed already, Joe Biden turned 78. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of the world of the birthdays. And let me tell you real quick about some BS whack facts. If well, now I already told you BS whack facts. Let me tell you about the jokes. Let me tell you about the jokes to use today. We're just going to be a couple minutes over. It's okay. It's okay, because I can do that. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Um, so here's a phone starter for today if you need one. What is the biggest waste of money that you've ever seen? Start off the next phone call you get with that one. If you need a random joke for the day, use this one. The weekend, we're going to a new restaurant called Karma. There's no menu. You, <laughs> you get what you deserve. If you need something to talk about at the water cooler today, use this one. 40% of women say they plan to do this when it comes to shopping for Christmas. What is it? Buy and wrap gifts for themselves to make sure that they get the things that they want. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there for sure. Okay, now let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate if you're interested in doing so. Let's go from there. Africa Industrialization Day. Beautiful day. Future Teachers of America Day, Globally Organized Hug a Runner Day, Geographically Information Systems Day, Name Your PC Day, Latina Women Equal Pay Day, Pay Day, um, National Peanut Butter Fudge Day, Trandander Remem- Remembrance Day. By the way, I screwed this up this week because this was actually week of actually acknowledgement of transgenders, and I totally messed it up the whole week. I meant to say it like a thousand times and totally bypassed it, so I apologize. National Education Supporter Professionals Day, National University Children's Day. So there you go. Those are all the days that you can celebrate if you're interested in doing so. Yes, we're at the top of the hour. Yes, we are there. So I'm going to tell you, be honest, 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 honest. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know if we're going to be here. I don't know if we're not going to be here. If we're here on Monday, I'll click the button to let you know. If I'm not here, we'll be on the radio station some way, shape, or form. So take a look at it that way. If we don't speak before then, I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving. It's so all important with exactly what's going on inside of the neck of the woods. And maybe sometimes we just need to talk about some other things that are going on inside of the world. Anyways, I always appreciate you taking a listen to what we have going on here at Safety FM. If I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. The only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Live your life by that motto. It'll get you places that you never thought you were going to get to. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on SafetyFM.com. Safety FM, the app. Safety FM. The podcast? It's not really the podcast. I don't know. You, you know You know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, you are the best part of Safety FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We couldn't do what we do without you. Thank you for everything that you do. I definitely, definitely want you to know that I do love you, I do care for you, and I do respect you. I really do. Anyways, I've been this guy. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Yeah, and just something real quick to think about. Why do we all wave at the end of a Zoom call? Like, how weird is that? I don't wave at my TV before I hang up. And I don't definitely wear, wave at surveillance cameras as I walk by them. Strange times.